Good morning, Transformation Radio listeners. It's your Tuesday edition of Transformation Radio. First up, Audio Adrenaline, by good lead. And our New Testament reading today comes from Acts chapter 9, verses 26 through 43. When Saul arrived in Jerusalem, he tried to meet with the believers, but they were all afraid of him. They did not believe he had truly become a believer. Then Barnabas brought him to the apostles and told them how Saul had seen the Lord on the way to Damascus, and how the Lord had so spoken to Saul, and also told them that Saul had preached boldly in the name of Jesus in Damascus. So Saul stayed with the apostles and went all around Jerusalem with them, preaching boldly in the name of the Lord. He debated with some Greek-speaking Jews, but they tried to murder him. When the believers heard about this, they took him down to Caesarea and sent him away to Tarsus, his hometown. 
The church then had peace throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria, and it became stronger as the believers lived in the fear of the Lord. And with the encouragement of the Holy Spirit, it also grew in numbers. Meanwhile, Peter traveled from place to place, and he came down to visit the believers in the town of Lydda. There he met a man named Ananias, who had been paralyzed and bedridden for eight years. Peter said to him, Ananias, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll up your sleeping mat. And he was healed instantly. Then the whole population of Lydda and Sharon saw Ananias walking around, and they turned to the Lord. There was a believer in Joppa named Tabitha, which in Greek is Dorcas. She was also doing kind things for others and helping the poor. About this time she became ill and died. Her body was washed for burial and laid in an upstairs room. But the believers had heard that Peter was nearby at Lydda, so they sent two men to beg him, Please come as soon as possible. So Peter returned with them, and as soon as he arrived, they took him to the upstairs room. The room was filled with widows who were weeping and showing him the coats of other and other clothes Dorcas had made for them. But Peter asked them all to leave the room. Then he knelt and prayed. Turning to the body, he said, Get up, Tabitha. And she opened her eyes. When she saw Peter, she sat up. He gave her his hand and helped her up. Then he called in the windows and all the believers, and he presented her to them alive. The news spread through the whole town, and many believed in the Lord. And Peter stayed a long time at Joppa, living with Simon, a tanner of hides.
And our devotional today comes from New Morning Mercies. For June 14th, one of sin's greatest rebellions is our repeated refusal to listen and submit to the wisdom of God revealed on every page of His Word. As I listen to them argue, blame, and graphically recount one another's wrongs, all colored with hurt and anger, a sad thought gripped me. The vast majority of what they needed to hear in order for the relationship to be what God intended it for, for it to be was clearly written in the Bible that they both said they believed. Their marriage was the sad casualty of their street-level unwillingness to listen to God's wisdom and seek the grace He offered to live with one another, one another in light of it. Consider one passage loaded with essential relational wisdom. Live together with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. That's from Ephesians 4. Verses two and chapter four, verses two and three. Think about these wise guidelines for relationships. With all humility, pride always destroys a relationship. It causes you to feel more entitled to be more demanding than serving and giving. It drives you to insist on control. It makes you have to be right. It forces others to submit to your lordship. Pride is an anti-relational way of having a relationship. Humility is the godly way. And number two, and gentleness. Treating a person with gentleness makes him or her want to move near you. Responding with gentleness teaches another person that he or she is safe in your care. It is an essential relational bond. Number three, with patience. You cannot have a healthy communion with, with another flawed human being without being willing to wait. If you demand to have things your way and in your time, you are so busy loving yourself that you have little time left to love the other person. Number four, bearing with one another in love. Love requires that you be willing to be forbearing, that is, willing to suffer. Why? Because you are in a relationship with a less than perfect person, living together in a fallen world. Both you and that person often fail. Number five, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit. Love means unity is more important to you than being right, having your way, and getting what you want. Love rejoices in the fact that God's Spirit in both of you gives you a wonderful platform for unity. And lastly, number six, in the bond of peace. Love means committing to make peace, not war. There are simply are no more important relational commitments that you could cite. The husband and his wife I mentioned above held this wisdom in their hands but did not listen. Do you?
And our reading from Psalm today comes from Psalm chapter 132, verses 1 through 18. Lord, remember David and all that he suffered. He made a solemn promise to the Lord. He vowed to the Mighty One of Israel, I will not go home, I will not let myself rest, I will not let my eyes sleep, nor close my eyelids in slumber, until I find a place to build a house for the Lord, a sanctuary for the Mighty One of Israel. We heard that the ark was in Ephrathah. Then we heard, then, then we found it in the distant countryside of Jair. Let us go to the sanctuary of the Lord. Let us worship at the footstool of his throne. Arise, O Lord, and enter your resting place, along with the ark, the symbol of your power. May the priest be clothed in godliness. May your loyal servants sing with joy. For the sake of your servant David, do not reject the king you have anointed. The Lord swore an oath to David with a promise he will never take back. I will place one of your descendants on your throne. If your descendants obey the terms of my covenant and the laws that I teach them, then your royal line will continue forever and ever. For the Lord has chosen Jerusalem. He has desired it for his throne. This is my resting place forever, he said. I will live here, for this is the home I desired. I will bless this city and make it prosperous. I will satisfy its poor with food. I will clothe its priests with, priests with godliness. Its faithful servants will sing for joy. Here I will increase the power of David. My anointed one will be the light for the people. I will clothe his enemies with shame, but he will be a glorious king. And our reading from Proverbs is Proverbs 17.6. Grandchildren are the crowning glory of the aged. Parents are the pride of their children.
And that was fully devoted by Life Church Worship Band. And up next is Digital Age with Overcome to round out this Tuesday edition of Transformation Radio. Thanks for listening today and uh, joining us again. Um, we'd like to uh, welcome those seven guys into the refuge ministry that uh, entered today, or entered on Monday. This is Tuesday now. And uh, as we, uh, as you guys uh, welcome them in and wrap your arms around them, and just show them the love of Christ. And uh, we just want to pray for you guys today as you begin your journey in this and the ministry of the refuge. Uh, pray with me. Father God, thank you for your son Jesus, um, who because of him all of this is possible, who's brought restoration and healing and um, has given us new life in him. And without his blood, we have no life, Lord. And we thank you for his sacrifice and for, for you for, for giving him to us. That for an atonement for that sin, for the price that we could not pay, and He has uh, paid it. 
paid it in abundance and uh, paid it so much that we could never outspend it, Lord. I feel like the credit limit goes on and on. But uh, we know we don't be in sin to sin more, but that grace abounds more. But we know that whatever happens, Lord, that your forgiveness is still there. So these guys that are coming in this week, God, I pray that uh, they they uh, feel that forgiveness. God, you make yourself ever-present with them, and you call them to your son, Jesus, as we can make them your own. Uh, thank you for their lives and, and uh, for their families this week as they go through this transition. And just let them be a time of celebration this week, God, as you call these men to you and you have brought them here. You've drawn them here, Lord, for this reason alone. And this is a call to Jesus today. Thank you for, for everything you give us, Lord. All right, up next, Digital Age with Overcome on Transformation Radio to round off this Tuesday edition. We will see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening, everyone. I can hear your Lord's mighty sound. Your love is an avalanche. I'm overcome. I'm Crash, I'm tumbling down. I'm wildly moved, I'm overcome. I'm overcome by your grace, your love, your peace, your enough.